Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Draft day. It is here. We are here to talk a little bit about the Chicago Bears and who they need to be focused, type of positions they need to focus on in the draft. This is a Zachless bear down just because of scheduling conflicts. Um, so, Zach, if you're listening to this or you see this, I am so sorry. I wanted to hop on and give my thoughts real quick. Me and Zach for sure are going to hop on and do a bear down segment of our reaction to who the Bears have drafted and the roster um, that will be put together as we head into the summer. Um, I just want to get some quick thoughts out on the Bears and who I think they need to focus on or the position they need to focus on in this draft. So this is the Bear Down segment of the Coach Steve Show. So make sure you like and subscribe to the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel. And there's a playlist there for the Bear Down segments for everything Chicago Bears with some with just me, but some with me and my you know, co-host for that, Zach Kyleman, um, fellow Bears fan, fellow podcaster. So check that out. Um, leave a comment in the comment section down below. Leave a five-star review on Apple and iTunes on the Coach Steve Show. Um, it's greatly appreciated. So draft day is here. The Chicago Bears have made some moves. We have, you know, check out other episodes where we discuss the roster moves they have made. So with the roster moves the Bears have made, the question is who should they be focusing on um, in this draft? Now, the Bears um, have a lot of holes that they do need to fix, and they're not all going to get fixed in this draft. The moves that were made this offseason have been some good moves, um, but we still have some holes to fix. I, th- I still think there's some depth issues that the Bears need to address, and whoever we draft is not going to fix everything. Um, now, there some articles were written and some draft boards and everything. Some of the big question marks that people have written for the Bears, and I'm going to let you guys form your own opinion of th- going heading into the draft. One of the positions they've written about that, that really needs to be focused on is center for the Chicago Bears because there's some questions. Sam Mustafer is officially out, and... Cody Whitehair, he's positioned to start at center for the first time, but 
you know, we all know how Cody Whitehair is, but we also have Doug Kramer, who was hurt last season. He was with the center for the University of Illinois, played his entire career there, did not leave early. I think that he is poised to be a center as well. Um, I still think they need to give him a chance. So they've written a center as a need. Um, cornerback has been a need. I think that's more depth um, because, you know, we have Kyle Gordon. We have, um, you know, he had a great rookie season, but, you know, he, you know, injury prone a little bit. Jalen Johnson did well, but I think that's more of a depth situation. Um, interior defensive line, which I think is a huge need. This is ranked as number three as one of the needs for the Chicago Bears, um, the interior defensive line, because we did not get any pressure um, and had a hard time stopping the run. It was really hard to look at the Chicago Bears and say, yeah, what's going on with this defense? No matter how, quote, unquote, bad the Bears have ever been, to, 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 to not be able to – we've always had a good defense, so not be able to stop the run. Um, you know, so the Bears, it says interior offensive line is ranked at number three. Number two is offensive tackle as another need for the Chicago Bears. Again, I think it's just more depth and it's just the consistency of the O-line. And then the number one written part for the Chicago Bears is an edge rusher. And it really goes, now we have the interior line to talk about defending the run, but then the edge rusher to really get pressure onto the quarterback uh, because the Bears only had 20 sacks in 17 games. The safety rookie, Jaquan Brinsker, had led the team in sacks with four. Wendy, have you ever heard of a safety really leading the team in sacks? Especially for the Bears, you always have a linebacker, defensive end, to really cause havoc. So those that is written... Um, for the needs of the Chicago Bears. So the question becomes in the first round, they have the number nine pick. Who would be one of the people or the position that you think that they really need to focus on? And I find it interesting that a lot of people are going towards the defensive side because of how much they complained about the offensive line this year. They complained about the offensive line at the very beginning of the year, blaming every single thing on them for everything that anything bad with Justin Fields was blamed on the offensive line. Justin Fields could do no wrong. But now, as the season progressed, it was less comparable. They were not complaining as much on the O-line. Then it started to really push on towards the defensive line, which we already knew was bad. The offensive line started to come together, but early on in the year, they did struggle but they were moving people around. There were some injuries, people playing tackle, playing guard, guard playing tackle, some playing for a little bit, some getting subbed out. And offensive line is that group that you can't really sub out a lot. And a lot of people think that the offensive line, it's just easy to be the right tackle and all of a sudden go to the left tackle. And I guess it can be and cannot be. It can be easy because... The rules stay the same. When you're thinking about a run blocking scheme perspective, well, if you're running inside zone right and you're the right tackle, and then you go to left tackle and you run inside zone left, well, it's the same blocking rules. But the difference is the footwork, the angles, where you get your hands, everything else. Then especially different when you have a right-handed quarterback and you're the left tackle now having to protect the blind side. All those type of things. So that part of it mentally and everything else does become more difficult. So when you move guys around, there is no cohesiveness. Um, it's not like some podcasters out there where I can't remember the podcast name now where offensive line is just, 
it's the easiest position to get acquainted to. And, you know, they're just big guys pushing people around. That just proves somebody that doesn't know football whatsoever. And, and they don't even matter. I can't remember the name. So it's it's funny that a lot of people are really pushing um, not getting an offensive lineman at the very beginning, even though that's the biggest position that we have complained about. Now, would, would it be the worst thing to get a good defensive lineman, whether it's interior or an edge rusher in the in the first round? No. Um, I don't think that would be a horrible thing. For me personally, um, I think they have to look at an offensive lineman because I think that you could find decent edge rushers or defensive linemen later on in the draft. It, and, and it could be that said the same for an ed, you know, defensive lineman if you that's the first one. The Bears don't pick till number nine. Um, they got that pick from Carolina and they made the deal. So now Carolina is up to the number one pick. So Chicago Bears have the ninth pick um, in the first round of the draft. Um, then, they, then, then they don't pick again the rest of the first round. We don't see them again. Um, until the second round at number 22. And then we'll see him again at number 30 in the second round um, for that pick. Or, excuse me, you'll see them in the number 22 pick in the second round, which would be number 53 overall. And then you'll see them at number 30 in the second round, number 61 overall. I apologize for saying that. Uh, different. So you'd have to take a risk no matter what. If you picked a defensive lineman, you may have to be okay with an offensive lineman that is going to be falling down and vice versa. And so it does become which exactly is going to be a, a big need. Where do you think we're struggling the most? And again, it's funny because a lot of the shows of the Bears, they flip-flop where they blame the O-line. Well, then they blame the wide receivers. But then the wide receivers start to play a little better, and then the O-line start to play a little better. And at the end of the year, they really start to figure out things that Justin Fields needs to work on. And now, all of a sudden, it's not about the O-line. It's about they need to go a different position. So where do you think they really struggle at? And who is one of these change your culture or change anything um, type of player, you know, changing. Is there an offensive lineman to come in that's going to change everything? Is there a defensive tackle or an edge rusher that's going to come in and just change everything? Um, for the defensive line perspective, Jalen Carter from Georgia, he's 6'3", 314 pounds. He ran a 4'9", 640. That could be a guy to come in as a defensive lineman and really – change that D-line. He he is high on a lot of people's draft boards. He's ranked um, number one in the defensive line. Um, another guy that could come in and really make an impact from the D-line is Miles Murphy because he can play defensive end slash an outside edge rusher, um, like a regular defensive end where he's attached to the tackle, then he can be very far out wide, kind of like a Cleo Mack position. He's 268 pounds, 6'5". He ran a four five three forty. Um, he's ranked number two on the board. 
so those are some people that you could look at that number nine um, draft pick and say this guy could really come in and change some of that D line, and especially from uh, Clemson and a Georgia that play in big time games um, and play for big time programs. If you look at an offensive lineman perspective, they were really the, all the Bears personnel and coaches were there to watch. Peter Skronowski, the offensive tackle from Northwestern. He's 313 pounds. He's 6'4". He ran a 5'1", 640. He's pretty high up, sometimes number one on the draft boards. Um, they came and watched him. You know, he's playing at Northwestern. That's in, in the city. Um, very good offensive tackle. Having to watch him in the Big Ten. Good at, good at everything. Good at run blocking. Good at pass protecting. Um, he would just be a very good overall player. And I think he could come in and really help out any type of offensive tackle. And you can move Tevin Jenkins into that guard spot and put this guy and put Peter um, at an offensive tackle position. And he could come in and potentially start right away. And playing in the type of system at Northwestern, you know, being there, I think he could really fit into the mold of what the Bears want to do offensively. The other offensive lineman that could come in and really make an impact is Paris Johnson Jr. He's an offensive tackle at Ohio State. Same thing, 313 pounds. He's 6'6". He ran a faster 40 at 5'0", 540. He's ranked number two on the board. He's a five-star recruit. Um, he brings athleticism. So in the run game, you're looking at athleticism there, the speed to get to the uh, offensive or the defensive end. Um, that's the type of guy that you could bring in. Or a Broderick Jones, offensive tackle from Georgia, played in big-time games, won national championship. Um He's one of the best athletes in the entire offensive line group. He ran a 4.9740. He's strong. Um, they there was a writing that he has a cat-like reflexes. So any of those three, I think, could really make an impact for the offensive line. So it just comes down to for you and your opinion and what the Bears think. If you draft one of these guys, is there going to be another defensive player later on, or another offensive player later on? in the draft for them to go after. Um, and I don't think they need to really look at early on um, the wide receivers um, or anything like that because you have running backs, you have wide receivers. So I think unless you're way later on in the draft and you obviously want to add some depth to that, absolutely. I know Coach Eberflus is probably looking at the defensive line because he's a defensive coach and that's exactly who he's probably going to be looking at. Um, but I think those has to be the top two. So I think the report on that for that being the top two is absolutely correct. I know center was written there, but you have Cody Whitehair, Doug Kramer coming off of an injury. Um, I think that that will add, that will, that will help out there. Um, but I, and I don't see them trading Justin Fields to go for, for a quarterback. Um, I don't, um, I don't see them doing that at all. Um, so I, it depends on your opinion. I personally think that they need to look at an offensive lineman. I, I just, I think that for the sole reason of, I don't want to listen to people complain about the offensive line anymore. You know, I want to see – I thought when they drafted Justin Fields that an offensive line was where we were struggling. That I thought that needed – had the most need. And so I'm tired 
I don't want to listen to people complain about it anymore. Um, and I think that if you draft an offensive lineman in that first round, you can find a defensive lineman later on in the draft. And I think you can find some that can hold down the fort until we, you know, in free agency, until we could really solidify this. And then when you look at, you know, the projections, the Jalen Carter may even get drafted by Seattle. Um, shout out to, uh, Devin Witherspoon, cornerback for Illinois. You know, they're projecting him to go to the Detroit Lions. I think that'd be really awesome. Um, There's a draft board here projected for the Chicago Bears. They're projected that they're going to take Tyree Wilson, Texas Tech defensive edge rusher. That's not a bad pick either by the time they get there. So a lot of people are thinking that they're going to go the defensive line. I think they should go offensive line, in my opinion. But that's the projection there. Um, because I, you also have to look at the needs of other people and here's how high he could go. Uh, Peter Skronowski, they're projected. He could go to the jets at number 15 to protect Aaron Rodgers. That's how good he is. And he could play offensive tackle or inside. You could put Kevin Jenkins. I said, he could go to guard. You could put this guy at, in a guard. You could flip flop Jenkins or him could be an offensive tackle or a guard. So that's why I really liked him because he's very versatile. And I think you could put him in anywhere in any spot. Um, so that's just a projection board that people have. And so there's really no right or wrong way here, but you form your own opinion. I think they should pick um, Peter Skowski, the offensive tackle from Northwestern. I think that's the route to go just because you could it's versatile. You could figure out the offensive line and really solidify that. And again, not everything for the Bears is going to get fixed all at once. And it, it, we have to be okay with that as Bears fans. We have to understand not everything's going to get fixed through this free agency so far. It's not going to get fixed through the draft. We can add some depth. We can add some young guys and just build off of that. And hopefully we can get to like some five to eight wins this year and maybe surprise some games. You know, maybe we sneak away to a wild card, something like that. It's the next year. It's that third year where – what type of free agents are out there? Does Justin Fields take that next step? Does um, more players present themselves in the draft? How is the free agent market going to look at that point in time? So those are the type of things I think we need to look at. So for me, I think they need to pick the North, you know, Northwestern, Peter Skowski, um from the draft. Then they can figure out their defensive line part later. Um, so I think that's just kind of who they need to look for, but they do need to address offensive line and defensive line first before I think they do anything else. And then just slowly maybe sign that guys to a year or two, if they want a year or just a year deal, they want to add depth to the bears. That way they can survive this season and get through that. Um, so I just wanted to address who I think they should take at the beginning. I have, I can't, I don't want to sit here and say who they're going to take and do all this stuff and do all this work because it just never works out. It's never going to be right. We don't know, but the needs, I think they need to focus on offensive line and then defensive line, and then just start going down that list. We have wide receivers. We can sign guys to a year deal. We can add some depth if we need to, but those are the, the, the spots I think they need to be going to, um, so that'll wrap up this episode. Sorry, Zach, if you've seen this or listened. I just had to get my thoughts out there very quickly. Me and Zach, 110% will have a reaction podcast 
to who they draft and talk about who they got, what does the roster look like, everything like that. And then throughout the summer, we'll hop on and talk more about the Bears, what do we think, and then when we get into the season, we'll continue this Bear Down segment. So make sure you like and subscribe to the, to the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel. Follow and rate on the Coach Steve Show Apple and iTunes. Five-star review would help tremendously. Leave a comment in the comment section down below. Follow at Coach underscore Steve72 on Twitter. Uh, check out all the affiliate description below. Check out the playlist, the Bear Down segment, everything Chicago Bears. So thank you guys again for watching and or listening. Um, this is Coach Steve. Sorry, Zach. You 100% will be there next time. And we'll see you guys on that next episode.